You're listening to The Residential Movement, where the focus is on making in-home dental care normal instead of novel or niche. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Robinson, a house call dentist with a lot of passion for reaching patients who are best served in their home or residence. I'm here to encourage, equip, and empower dentists like you to begin offering in-home dental services for patients who cannot get to the office, while also enjoying a more balanced work life. We discuss everything from dentistry, business, ethics, mindset, and more. Listen in to learn how you can become a part of the residential movement. Last week, one of my patients let me place four restorations in one visit. This may not sound like an amazing feat to a chairside doc, but for me and my patient, that was incredible. My patient is an older adult with dementia and mobility challenges. She once told me that to her, every day is the same. But for me, each day with her is very different. Certain days, she's very cooperative, and other days, I'm not able to do any work on her at all. Even on good days, she likes to close frequently because her jaw gets tired, so even her prophies can take quite a long time. This isn't a problem, but it does impact our treatment planning. Months ago, we met because her family called me for a limited exam. She was experiencing tooth pain, and she hadn't been to the dentist in years. I was able to grab an x-ray and refer her to an oral surgeon for a molar extraction that I just would not take on in her house. Transportation was a nightmare, and since then, her family has been very diligent about follow-ups with me. They do not want to have to bring her outside of the house again. It's wonderful working with motivated patients and families. Anyway, I discussed options for anterior caries with her healthcare proxy, including SDF, but her proxy really wanted natural-looking restorations. Now, if my patient was always entirely uncooperative, I would have insisted on SDF. But like I said, every day with her is different. And wouldn't you know it, the day I arrived to her house with my op equipment, she was willing and able to get all four anterior restorations done. She kept saying, I feel great. Keep going. It took a bit longer than a chairside appointment would have taken, but it was successfully done and it was awesome. My patient is happy with her white smile, and her family is so relieved that they don't have to bring her to an oral surgeon again anytime soon. I was thrilled for everyone. These are the victories I seek. It's not as glamorous as what you'd see on a cosmetic dentist carousel on Instagram, but this is the kind of dentistry that lights me up. I bet that since you're listening to this, this kind of dentistry probably lights you up. You want to help patients this way too. One listener recently asked me, What do I need to do in order to become qualified to treat patients in their homes? I know he's not the only one who's wondering, so I want to answer that question for all of you here today. If you are looking for a simple answer, then legally, minimally, you need to be a licensed dentist. Yeah, that's it. You need to be able to practice dentistry. So that's the technical answer, but you and I both know that not every licensed dentist is qualified to do in-home dentistry. So what is it then? Maybe you're thinking back to episodes 13, 15, and 18, where we heard from other docs about their suggestions for CE, which, yes, can teach you a lot. In episodes 17 and 22, you heard me share feedback on the different conferences I've attended where I've taken CE. I like CE, but that isn't what qualifies you. The other day, I spoke to a listener who's in residency to become a geriatric specialist. That residency program sounds like a perfect way to learn more about patients who could benefit from in-home dentistry. I know I learned a lot about patients with special needs during my residency, too. Residencies are incredibly valuable, but they're not what qualifies you either. Finally, you know that I'll soon be offering Dental House Call Practice Academy, a course to teach you how to start your dental house call practice. I think this course will save you a lot of time and stress, so sign up for the waitlist at residentalmovement.com slash 
DHCPA. But I hate to break it to you, even taking my course isn't going to be the thing that makes you qualified to do this. There are endless resources and opportunities for you to learn more about in-home dentistry, medically complex patients, or to sharpen up your clinical skills. And I do encourage you to take advantage of all of them. But you could read and review and simulate and practice forever. You could be the most decorated academic sitting up in your ivory tower, and you still wouldn't be qualified to treat patients in their homes. Because you know what really qualifies you to do this type of dentistry? Your calling and your experience. The best way to become qualified to offer dental house calls is to follow your calling and go out there and gain some experience helping patients in their homes. I'm a religious person, and there's a saying in my faith community that can't be quoted from scripture, but is based on Exodus chapter 4 for those who are going to fact check me. This saying is that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. A funny example for anyone familiar with Bible stories is that professionals built the Titanic and Noah built the ark. All this means is that if you feel a calling to pursue this work, you are ready to start doing it. You will learn what CE to take as you go. You may even decide to go back to residency, but you will never know how to help yourself if you don't begin by helping others. The experience you gain by following your calling to help patients in their homes will teach you more than any program ever could. This is true in all of dentistry. Don't wait on the sidelines forever hoping that some CE is going to be the one that qualifies you. At some point, you need to make a jump. That's why it's called practicing dentistry. We're always growing and improving, but you need to begin. It's your calling and experience with patients that qualifies you to do this work. So if you feel called, you are already way ahead. You've got this. Once you begin, you'll be such a gift to your patients. Remember, soon Dental House Call Practice Academy will be open for enrollment. In this program, you'll learn everything from business basics to what equipment you'll need to best practices. If you're interested, visit residentalmovement.com DHCPA. I want to help you start this journey off in the best way. On behalf of your future patients, thank you for pursuing in-home dentistry. Whether you decide to pursue dental home care or not, please consider supporting the Home Smile Care Foundation. The Home Smile Care Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was founded by myself and my loved ones. It exists to offer financial assistance to those who struggle to afford in-home care. Visit homesmilecarefoundation.org for more information. Thank you for tuning in today. I really appreciate you. That's a wrap on this episode of The Residential Movement. If you like what you heard today, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you know someone who could benefit from this information, please share this with them. All of these actions help fuel the residential movement. Visit residentialmovement.com for show notes and for access to any links referenced in this episode. Thanks again for listening, Doc. Keep up the good work.